1: What's going on everybody? Welcome to Radiovania, episode number 63, otherwise known as the holiday special. And we gotta stop it there or else YouTube is gonna copyright us and we're not gonna make any money.
0: Not like we make any money already. What are you talking about?
1: Hey. Da, 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 da.
0: I make a ton of money from this show. <laughs> and then I spend it all. We
1: The whopping 15 cents that we've made on ad revenue. What are we going to do with that 15 cents? I think we should invest it. Bitcoin. (laughs) Dump all your money into Radiovania coin, everybody. It's skyrocketing. Welcome to the show. This is the holiday episode. You know what it is.
0: You know what we do. What we're about. Yeah, we're
1: sitting next to a a, a roaring fire in Cincinnati. John is here for the holidays. It's uh, five days. uh, Wait. Four. Four days until Christmas. It's Christmas Eve, Eve, Eve eve christmas eve eve eve, eve 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 to the fourth and uh we're here to talk about two new movies that we just saw and uh a little bit of the odds and ends in between but uh thank you guys for checking the show out my name is zach rotello at zach rotello on all the social media that over there is john swan song parker and uh laying on the couch over there is is carly She's had a few. Don't
0: wanna me. We've also. We've
1: had a few as well. On the scale of one to I drunk, let's just say we're mode, in our so holiday spirits. Yeah, we're in holiday mode. Uh, John's double fist and two Yinglings. I've got one cooling in the fridge, uh, so it's gonna get a little wacky up in this. <laughs> We're leaving the, we're leaving this in. We have derailed. That's no, good. We're two minutes into the show. <laughs> 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 okay. But in all seriousness. Excuse me. What do you want to do first? Do you want to just talk about movies? Let's talk about movies. Or you just wanna, t- t- wanna talk about the holidays? What about
0: (laughs) let's talk about about practice, man? Holidays, favorite holiday song. Boom, go. Specifically, Christmas Mm -hmm. or like any holiday. Mm -hmm.
1: We're talking this time of
0: year, Christmas on the radio,
1: December. I don't know. You brought up a. I don't know. I'm a huge fan of crooners. That's my kind of Christmas music. I don't like. I mean, all I want for Christmas is you is probably the best modern Christmas song. But if I'm shout out to Mariah Carey, if you're listening, bless up Mariah Carey. Uh, but as far as like classic songs go, I love White Christmas. Bing. Bing Crosby's White Christmas is nice. a classic one. Nice.
0: Not the Bieber one.
1: <laughs> please,
0: child. Please. please.
1: <laughs> only, only legit crooners and none of this, none of this Michael Buble but shit.
0: Pretty. Yeah, he's really taken off, and that's like some kids' Christmas music, right? Yeah, I know. He's is gonna be that holiday album yeah. that came out like. Five, six years ago, yeah. Or something.
1: And then John Legend puts out a new holiday album, like a whore puts it out yeah. on the
0: street. Oh wow! <laughs> pimp hashtag Keith from Lollapalooza. I was going to say pimp. Pimp puts, pimp his whores puts a on the whores street. on the street. Yeah. Those those holiday hers. <laughs> ho ho ho! <laughs> what? Oh man. Uh, what about you, John Parker? Uh, Christmas song. Nat yeah. King Cole is a favorite. It's a classic. As well as. Um, the band escapes me, but the rocking around the Christmas tree is oh. a good song. Yeah. Um, a lot of the stuff that pops up in Home Alone I resonate with. That's probably my favorite Christmas movie. Really? Which ties into my next question after I ask Carly, Carly, what's your favorite Christmas song? <laughs> <laughs> I hope this is picking up on the mic. I, it has to be.
1: <laughs> what's that your
0: favorite thing. song, Carly? Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. That's a good pick. Favorite Christmas movie? That's your favorite Christmas movie? No, no, no. Oh. What is yours? Mine, I already said Home Alone. Uh, Or Charlie Brown. Christmas Vacation. Ooh, that is a good one. Yeah, I like the... There's a couple good ones, and there's also some stinkers. Oh,
1: there's a lot of stinkers.
0: Recently, uh, Carly and I
1: actually sat down and watched uh, Krampus. Oh, Have you really? seen Krampus? No, it's good. Really? Yeah. Okay. The, well, it came out in two thousand. Adam Scott, right? Yeah. Adam yeah. Scott. It's got uh, David Koechner. Um It's really, really good. Okay. I mean, it's like it's like Gremlins.
0: Ooh, that's it's, also a good Christmas like, movie.
1: It's like uh, it's such a good holiday. It's holiday horror. It's like that Nightmare Before Christmas. Those are the only two movies I can think of in that genre that work as well as it does. Yeah. It's good. I recommend it. It's a fun little, fun little flick. That's surprisingly heartwarming. I'll
0: have to check it out. You can what rent is it for
1: two ninety nine on the Amazon's?
0: What is more worthy of being considered a Christmas movie? Die Hard or Lethal Weapon? Die Hard. They both occur at Christmas time. Uh, Think about which integrates Christmas more. I know. More. I
1: know. I mean, I don't. This this is a topic that could that could be we could we could spend all night discussing the whole,
0: what's a Christmas movie and what's not Christmas... a Christmas movie. Fire just started, man. Let's yeah, go. Fire did just yeah. start.
1: We are also six minutes in and we haven't talked about anything but Christmas movies. This is so a holiday, holiday special. special. Shh, shh. You
0: hear that? Those are the winds of change. That
1: is. Is that supposed to make that sound?
0: It's fire. Yeah. Okay. Did we open the flue? Yeah, we did. Okay. I didn't know that. That's what that's called. Come on. Thanks, Carly. <laughs> You're
1: welcome. Um, do you have an answer for this question? What was the question again? The Die Hard Lethal Weapon. Oh, you I asked think, the question.
0: Yeah, sorry. I think Lethal Weapon is more of a Christmas movie. Interesting. Yeah, it has a Christmas song in mm-hmm. the opening. And they integrate Christmas decor very frequently throughout the film. Now, did Shane Black direct... The first Lethal Weapon. I think he wrote it and Richard Donner directed it. Okay. The first two were written by Shane Black and directed Because by... isn't that a Shane Black thing is to
1: make all of his movies Christmas themed? Like Iron, Iron Man, Man 3, 3. Yep. and...
0: Uh, I don't know what his deal is. I mean, nice Did guys. you see the new Predator movie? Is that a Christmas Predator is, that... is it?
1: No, I think it does oh. have something to do with Christmas. What's that guy's deal? He I must have know. had some weird Christmases when he was younger. He's got the case of the Ho-Ho-Ho's. <laughs> mm-hmm. And he's got to put it on film. Yeah. Uh, John. Yes. We saw two movies uh, in two days. We did. One was Spider-Man, Into the Spider-Verse. Yes. And the second was Aquaman. Yes. Um.
0: We saw one during the day. Yes. With a very unpopulated theater except yes. for a baby here or there. A baby in the back, yes, yep. that and I almost we strangled. We just got back from Aquaman Yes. to a semi-populated, mm-hmm. decently-sized opening night crowd.
1: Not a bad opening night crowd yeah. for uh, a suburb of Cincinnati, Ohio. Yeah. Um, so we're going to talk about these
0: two films. Which one do you want to go with first?
1: I don't know. What do you think is the best way to tackle this? I was going to
0: say we flip a coin.
1: Honestly, there's or a Or we lot like Carly our, decide. There's a lot of... That's not a bad...
0: Carly, which one do we talk about first? I'm um, going to talk about Spider-Man first. Okay. It's I Spider think that makes Man sense it first. We saw it
1: first. Into the into the Spider-Verse Spider- we go. Man into the Spider-Verse. John, give me a little summary of Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse for those that don't know what it's about.
0: Um, so this is an uh, animated, if you want to even call it that, but it's the most unique form of animation I think I've seen in a long time. Uh, but it's an animated Spider-Man movie that delves into characters from spider-man comics that have not quite been given their time to shine on screen while still tapping into the nostalgia of the stuff we know like peter parker so its main protagonist is miles morales which is a character that people have been clamoring for to be on screen Mm -hmm. for years um since the andrew garfield stuff bombed out (laughs) yeah yeah
1: I mean, Miles Morales has been, like, that's been a fan favorite for literally
0: Since it came forever.
1: out. And like, like, since I've known about Spider-Man, people have been saying, give us Miles Morales, give us...
0: And it makes sense, it's like... Quite possibly, Brian Michael Bendis' greatest achievement in comics was the reveal of someone as Spider-Man fighting, uh, fighting some burglars, and he swings off at the end and then lands on top of a building... He's, like, panting. And then he takes the mask off, and it's an African-American kid. And everyone's like, who is this guy? Because Peter Parker had recently died uh, in the Ultimate Universe. Spoilers yeah. for 10 years of comics. But um, <clears throat> he came back. It's fine. And then and then we're off with this new character, Miles, yeah, which has become a fan favorite to the point that they had to write a crossover event in the comics that merged the ultimate and the regular universe together so that miles could actually hang out with a living peter parker and now he's uh he's a character that's got a weekly book or not weekly monthly
1: um and miles morales has been a character recently featured in uh the spider-man for ps4 yeah which we should also note is uh one of the highest selling games the entire year one of the highest-selling PlayStation exclusives, if not the highest-selling. I can't remember if it's beating God of War or if it...
0: I hope not. But I do
1: love it. I think it beat God of War. I mean, like... I mean, let's here's... be
0: honest. It's T. It's Kids can play it. Yeah. God of War. It's very hard. Nah, very yeah. hard to have. Very, very mature. Um, Makes sense. But, so, yeah, it's... A I, like, I like God of War significantly
1: more. I agree with that. But Miles Morales has a has a very major role in the Spider-Man game.
0: Which I did not expect. Cool.
1: Yes, I didn't expect it either. Yeah. Um, so it's the year of Miles. It's Miles Morales year. Which everybody. is interesting
0: because it's also the year of Infinity War. With yeah. a large lots of Spider-Man this yeah, year. Yeah, with a lot of we had a lot of Spider-Man this yeah, year. Yeah, there's and a you lot you know what the best part is? It's not overdone. <laughs> it's very it's still refreshing. I
1: thought what you were gonna say is the best part is that it wasn't Venom. <sighs>
0: We're using the V word.
1: Yeah, Venom is going to come up, I think, a fair bit in this discussion.
0: Okay. Um.
1: So, uh, hey. general general thoughts, John. What did I you, What did it. you think of Spider Man?
0: I thought it was really good, very funny. Uh, like I said, the animation's really cool. The it's it rides yeah. this line of of like animation and practicality that's sometimes hard to to discern which is which. Great voice acting, um, mm. good cameos from, from characters in the mm. comics, yeah. and uh, it was just a good heartwarming story about basically what Stan Lee always wanted people to, to like about Spider-Man, which is that it doesn't matter who's under the mask, it just matters that someone's wearing the mask. Yeah.
1: I love this movie. I think it's my favorite animated movie that's not a Disney movie.
0: Like in general? Yes. What are some other animated movies that aren't Disney movies that you like? I
1: thought about this because Mm -hmm. I knew you would ask me that. Mm -hmm. Um, The Lego movie is up there. That's true. Um, Different studio, right? Different studio. That was a Warner Brothers film. Um, Shrek, I guess, the original Shrek, even though I think it's overrated. That's still a great (laughs) animated classic at this point. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, this even rivals Disney movies to me. Like, I can't think of the last Pixar movie. It definitely rivals I saw.
0: some Disney movies for me, for sure.
1: Like, I I like this more than the Incredibles.
0: The two. first one. The two. The most uh, recent one. I, I, I haven't seen it. Um,
1: I thought this movie was almost perfect. I mean, the only if I had to if I had to criticize anything about it is maybe a little bit on the length of the film. I felt like it kind of it kind of got stretched out a little bit too long. I was
0: like. There was a a lot of conversations about how he wasn't ready. Uh, Sure.
1: But I mean, like a lot of those conversations I didn't have a problem with. It was like I felt the natural end of the movie was when uh, and we'll we'll get into spoilers here in a second. But I felt like the movie was coming to like a really good ending and they didn't need to have like a final boss battle. But they did anyway. I didn't think it was necessary, albeit it was very cool. But it was like I could have it could have used a little bit of trimming, I think, here and there. But other than other than just like some minor tweaks with the length, I thought the writing was superb. I thought it was funny and heartfelt and like genuinely emotional. Mm -hmm. Um, I felt more emotion for a cartoon pig dressed as Spider-Man than I have for like many other characters in modern film. (laughs) Um, And why? I think it's just Lord and Miller know how to write good characters. Yeah. And Avi Arad, the director and the other directors of the project, like knew how to make a movie that like really spoke to comic book fans and not just comic book fans, but like fans of cinema, because not only has Spider-Man been like a beloved comic book character, but we've also seen him in three separate iterations over the last 10 years. And so there's room to play, to poke fun. And to like kind of be inside baseball, like you talked about. Mm-hmm. And we'll talk about the inside baseball in a bit, but I I just thought this movie was so great. It I was
0: it was one of my, my favorite movies of the year, for sure. For sure. Um, definitely a better Sony delivery than the other movie. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but what would you give it on the 20-point scale?
1: On the radio 20-point scale. I uh I I was stewing on it. I'm still stewing on it. We only just saw it yesterday. Mm-hmm. Um but I'm gonna go with Solid Nine. Okay. Solid nine. I think I think uh I think that with time and a couple more viewings, this movie might be one of my favorite comic book movies ever. Superhero movies. Anything. I mean animated movies. I I love this movie. I love it. It's great. It's it's funny and uh, good soundtrack. Yeah, the soundtrack, the score, the sound editing too. Like yeah. all the glitchy sound effects and the, the production, the sounds and it. It's so good that I yeah, one hundred percent recommendation. I say I say a solid nine, maybe a nine five. I think it was just short of being a perfect movie for me. Like a perfect. All around, anyone can enjoy this. Like I don't. I I. I I fail to see an an audience that won't enjoy it. Maybe the elderly. Maybe the elderly won't enjoy this movie, but I think (laughs) everything
0: else besides the elderly, people are going to enjoy this movie. Okay. All right. I don't know. What about you? I'm going to give it... I would give it a 10. A 10. I think the elderly can enjoy this movie. (laughs) I think everyone can enjoy this movie. If anything, Into the Spider-Verse is for everybody. Uh, And that's the part that I like about it. uh, It resonates on the philosophy that I... Um, like quite a bit which is that every comic book can be somebody's first comic book in the same way that if you were to go read an issue of Spider-Man right now hopefully you get the same feeling that you can get by watching this movie which we can drift into spoilers here pretty soon but um, even if you don't know everything about Spider-Man you have a bunch of new characters that get fleshed out to the point that you will get caught up very quickly yeah I think it is uh I mean, pretty much borderline flawless. I, I would give it a ten.
1: I I, I just, can't I
0: can't really think of any problems that I had. With
1: that. Yeah, I mean, like uh, aside from like what I said, I do think that the length was an issue. There there were some times where I felt like the little length, it, like it could have used a little bit of trimming. But even the stuff that was like elongated, it, it led for the more character moments, like the great character moments that yeah. really made the movie stick out. And uh, we gotta get into spoilers because I we gotta talk. All right. So uh, we, before we get into spoilers, Carly wants to uh, say a little something about how she thinks our twenty the Radiovania patent and 20-point scale is, is uh, in quote-unquote dumb. One point does not equal a half of a point. You can't say something is 10 out of 20 and say that it's perfect. That means it's failing. So maybe we need to think about renaming it. But I do think that 20 point, the 20-point scale
0: is accurate. Just
1: call it a 10-point scale with half steps.
0: that doesn't sound as nice off the tongue. Hmm.
1: Don't call it that
0: then. What do you want just us to call explain it? Explain it as that.
1: I'd say we call it the patented radiovania scale, just so we don't confuse
0: anybody. Alright, so I'm gonna give it a 10 or a 20 if I'm doing my Carly's <laughs> method. failing score because you called it a 20 point scale and you both gave it 10 or less which makes it sound like it failed for both of you all right let's rewind a second the 20 point scale which is in half point increments
1: yes zero being
0: the worst and then half one one and a half two so on and so forth yes exactly yes thank you john nine and a half ten same thing yes yep yeah, I. I uh, we love this movie. Yes, it does not do. get a failing score. No, it does not. By stretching the imagination.
1: So let's jump into spoilers really quick. We're we're gonna spoil the movie. Um, if you don't want to have anything spoiled, say jump forward about like mm, ten minutes. I think is about fair.
0: It's about fair. Um, On a twenty point scale, though, it's like twenty minutes. Yeah, I guess if you're fine. <laughs> yeah, if you know math, jump forward
1: twenty. Minutes. Hey. We don't know math. You're talking to a park ranger and a, a dude that works at Folds T shirts. Preaching in the <laughs> choir, babe. Hey, cheers. Here we go. Yep. Okay, um, track time. So, the first thing I wanted to bring up was how fucking awesome the villains were in this movie. Mm-hmm. All of them. Like, from the reveal of uh, Vic, wasn't it? Uh, what's, what's her name? What are Liv. they called? Olivia Liv- 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 Olivia Octavius. Played Uh, by Katherine Hahn, one of my favorite comedians. Uh, And like, what a shot. so funny. Yeah, I was like, I I recognized the voice when she was doing the videotape in the classroom, but I was like, "Eh, what is this? Um, What I wanted to ask you is, uh,
0: did the trailer spoil
1: anything for you? Did you
0: watch any of the trailers? I saw, I think, the Comic-Con trailer, Mm -hmm. which didn't really give away anything. Okay, so like the only thing that was like really spoiled for me that I can think of. Was when he's like getting out of the car, and he's like, "You gotta say I love you, two miles." I mean, and he's right. like, "Dad, are you serious?" And he's like, "Say I love you," and he's like, "Okay, I love okay. you." And he's like, "That's a copy." Like that's the only like thing okay. that was kind of spoiled that I. So wish none I had. of like none of like big character reveals or moments. Um, no. Okay,
1: because something I wish that I didn't know was the Gwen Stacy reveal because oh that was that was revealed that's before that's in the trailer that she really? the tra- one of the trailer moments is like they're in the woods and someone shoots them down they don't reveal it's it's Octavius but like a mm. thing and then like Gwen Stacy webs down and she's like the name's Gwen or whatever and so when she showed up in the movie I was like oh she's gonna be a spider verse mm. I was like she's gonna be from an alternate dimension I know it so that was like the one thing I was kind of like, because that would have been a really cool reveal that had. Yeah, like, see, I mean, I didn't did know
0: Spider Woman. I didn't right. know that I was going to be in it. Okay. Um, but I did know when she was like, my name's Gwen. Yeah. <laughs> well, well yeah. so I was like, yeah. I was like, I was like, oh, okay, Gwen yeah. Stacy, cool, what up? Yeah. But, so we're gonna get some Spider Gwen in this. But yeah, yeah, the only one I knew that was gonna be there was uh, uh, Miles and Peter. Okay. Because so I then, think, like, the Comic Con thing was like. Him being like, I'm Miles Morales, I'm from Brooklyn. He's like diving around and stuff. And then it's him talking to um, what is actually Jake Johnson's Peter Parker in the diner about fries being the multiverse, which actually wasn't in the movie. But that was really funny. Do you remember that? No. He's like, imagine that all these fries are a different universe. This one right here, this soggy little flimsy fry. This is your world. He's like, but this beautiful, crisp French fry this is my world and he's like oh so good <laughs> and that wasn't in the movie so that's kind of that's was interesting kinda, that was interesting. Yeah. interesting look it up
1: yeah I'll, I'll have to look that up for sure but <clears throat> i uh yeah so oh man the villains though villains i want to talk about the villains because i really think that one of the things that this movie nailed was making the villains interesting not only did the main villain kingpin who do you do you agree do you think the main the main villains Kingpin? yeah octavius has
0: more of like a violent presence but kingpin is like kingpin if kingpin is like venom in spider-man 3 octavius is like sandman okay we want to use that analogy, That's a fine analogy.
1: <laughs> i'll allow it i'll allow it um but kingpin has like and we were i was asking you this in the car when we were driving home from the movie i was singing like is that an actual kingpin character arc? Like in the in the in the movie, his family witnesses him like beating up Spider Man almost to the point of death. That's what drives his family to leave him: his mom and his wife and his daughter and his son. So, sorry, yeah. his wife Vanessa and his son. Vanessa and Richard. Yes, and then they get into a car accident and die. And that's like his motivation in this movie to try and bring them back through the tool of the multiverse. Um, I thought that was just great.
0: Yeah, I think that Such was... Such a great... If anything, that was an original story, yeah. to my knowledge. Uh, from what I know, like the, a lot of the Bendis uh, Kingpin work was with his Daredevil book, which, okay. if you haven't read that, is also very good. Uh, but that delves a lot into his family with Vanessa and Richard. Okay. And the Kingpin even um, is killed off for a little bit, and Vanessa takes over their crime family. Okay. So...
1: Yeah. But nothing, like, in the case of, like, Spider-Man being the arc of that.
0: Yeah, so, like, the thing that I like is, is Spider-Man and Wilson Fisk, in the comics, for the most part, their relationship is just Spider-Man's just a menace to him. Like, he just kind of disrupts his thing. Daredevil and the Kingpin are, like, the ones that go at it Daredevil. and they have these okay. deep-rooted, uh, you know, f- feelings against each other, and they've each caused each other harm in some or fashion before. So it's cool that they added some emotional take with the Spider Man. Yeah. But that's the thing is that like the what 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 I want to get at
1: with this is that not like just the villains, like so the villains in the movie, there's there's Kingpin, there's Octavius, there's um Green Goblin. Green Goblin, and the there's prowler. the Prowler, and then there's also Tombstone. Mm-hmm. And then there's uh there's one more I'm not I'm 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 forgetting. Scorpion scorpions in there yeah Who's like a legit scorpion <laughs> yeah
0: exactly yeah, yeah he looks like a, it's like looks a Mexican like the, re- scorpion he looks like
1: the rock and scorpion king oh dude good poll yeah um, <laughs> that cgi is awful oh it's so bad uh yeah. editor please cut in film uh, footage of the rock as the scorpion
0: mm-hmm.
1: There he um, is. there he is uh but every villain kind of has m- like motivation you know
0: I would say the Scorpion and Tombstone, not so much. Not so much. They're more like like henchmen. They're more like lackeys. But they're still... Even Green Goblin, not so much, besides what you might know going into it. But the other three, for sure. Especially the Kingpin and the Prowler. Mm -hmm. Octavius is just like... Obsessed with the research, like usual. But
1: even she gets like her. Can motivation. we talk about
0: for the fact that it's a she? First yeah. Of all, yeah. Which well, is that's really awesome. cool. Yeah. I never different
1: take. I, that was another Good question idea. I asked John. Was has there ever been? Have there ever been a uh, a,
0: a female Octavius? He said to my knowledge, no. Okay. You gotta understand. If I had time to read every Spider-Man comic, I would. But I, I just don't. So, but as as far as I know, I don't think
1: so. Well, I think that's a really smart move. I mean, like that makes total sense. That it would be like. A very uh, methodical sort of like deep in her work, sort of scientist that just becomes too obsessed. Uh, There's not really the Octavius in the game. The thing though is that like with the Octavius in the game, and then with the Octavius in Spider Man Two, there's like a crippling sort of like body defect that goes with it. Or with Otto and Spider Man Two, it's more of like an accident. Mm-hmm. With this, she just kind of just is Octavius, so... She just has a backpack on. Yeah, yeah. she just has, like, she has these memes. The arms like, aren't like, attached to her in any way. Sure. It's like she was prepared for supernatural fights mm-hmm. in some way. And
0: also the arms were, like, this liquid goop, which was kind of cool. Well, I, they weren't, like, goop, but they were, like, flimsy tubes
1: that kind of, like, they, like... Whenever she was still, they were kind of, like, still moving. Yeah. <laughs> Which like, was it was kind of unsettling, honestly. Is
0: like an octopus.
1: Yeah, yeah. And something I want to bring up, like on that back, on that on the pack of that back,
0: is um, nice. What? <laughs> How are we doing on time, boss? We're good. Great. Um, a lot of
1: the imagery in this movie was very adult. For a PG movie. There's some creepy stuff, yeah. I mean, there's gunshots and, like... Like a person getting shot with a yeah, gun. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Um, Kills by gun. There's, there's some stabbing, right? Yeah. yeah. There's some, like... Yeah, well, uh...
0: Wilson Fisk, like, murders Peter yeah, Parker. Yeah, he, like, literally you know? just pounds people with fist. He gives his the, fist. the Vincent D'Onofrio slam, where they just have to shoot him from the ground so that he doesn't actually have to fight people. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Um, a
0: character curses... Once once i think Um, i think you get one in pg that can't be bitch fuck or shit i'm pretty sure i like (laughs) double check me on that (laughs) the MPAA is so fucking stupid Uh, pg 13 gets everything besides the f word once so yeah excuse me i have to stoke this fire keep talking that's fine
1: um but yeah so the adult themes of the movie really were one of the things that that drew me to it because I, one of my fears going into it was that the movie had come out about a week and a half or two weeks ago, and I've been telling Carly I really wanted to see it. But the problem is that I'm constantly scared because I love I love go, I love kids movies like I love animated movies I love Disney movies. You good? Yeah. Okay, but the problem is, is that I hate seeing them in the theater. With kids With kids Because kids are unpredictable They don't respect what's happening on the screen They're loud and talkative um, We didn't have much of that They don't know any better We didn't have much of that in the theater We had a
0: baby There was which, a baby Which you can't really That baby, Carly mentioned it Was actually a very well behaved baby As far as you babies in movies You not blame babies and children it's The parents Yes, blame the, the parents The parents suck
1: Parents, keep your kids out of baby Keep your babies home Babies, Stay at home, babies.
0: But Keep on the other hand, babies get in free. Right. Babies Every day.
1: No. Take your babies somewhere else. Take your babies out of there. They don't need to be... They, don't, they aren't going to remember any of this shit. Show your babies Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse when they're well enough old enough to realize what's happening. That's all I got. Um, do, you have any other, do you have any other strong thoughts about Spider-Man?
0: Other I mean, any- We haven't even talked about the other spider Man
1: yeah oh fuck
0: yes we we talked about villains for like 10 minutes so it's actually if you're chewing back in the 10 minutes is most likely expired don't worry so please jump forward (laughs) as deemed fit just kind of do like the 15 second jumps until you stop hearing us yeah exactly uh who is your favorite besides we talked about this favorite spider-man besides miles Who is our protagonist? Um, Through this
1: journey, so I really like the way that Jake Johnson played the role. Yes, Um, he's a favorite of mine. I really, I really enjoy Jake Johnson in New Girl. He's the best part of that show.
0: Um, I like. Do you like him in Jurassic? World.
1: Um. I, to be honest, I didn't. But I saw Jurassic World before I got into New Girl, so mm. I didn't know who Jake Johnson really was. I remember finding him extremely annoying. <laughs> uh, Isn't
0: everyone annoying in that movie? That's though? the thing, though. No. Except the dinosaurs.
1: Yeah. Owen. Owen. Thunderguns. And. Uh, um. Bdh baby. Yeah. I honestly think. I honestly think that my. I, I really liked the, the way that they took the Peter B. Parker character and kind of, like, twisted it a little bit, made it, made it like, the schlubby Spider-Man, things don't work out for him. He's wearing
0: sweatpants. He's wearing sweatpants. <laughs> he has a
1: relationship that didn't go well. I like that aspect a lot, That uh, the aspect of, like, the him and Mary Jane doesn't go well. He's alone by himself. Like, that's severed. I found Speaking that super which, interesting.
0: That happens a lot. <laughs> I'm but he never like lets himself go to the point that he like tacks on weight and reads the paper and drinks coffee instead of like fighting crime. Oh, so that, that was that so much that is the part that is, is unique to this movie that I really enjoy. Yeah. But Mary Jane and him have broken up slash been divorced, like you can count that on two hands probably. So sure. that's the comic genre for you though. They recycle yeah. recycle stuff. Yeah, yeah. If it ain't broke, don't fix it. But um, yeah. But, it was, other, it but good if take. you're yeah.
1: talking about specifically the weirder Spider Man um, I will say this, I've said it in the car and I'll say it again. The Nicolas Cage as noir Spider-Man is the best thing I've seen in a major motion picture in the last decade.
0: <laughs> He's very funny.
1: Uh, I was in tears laughing at some <laughs> of the things that this dude was saying. Yeah. Nicolas Cage was perfect in this role. Would you I,
0: watch a Nicolas Cage Spider-Man noir movie? And do you think they're going to spin out of this movie? No. Uh, for solo adventures? No. Or on the... Disney streaming service. Oh wait, they can't. It's Sony. No, it's Sony. So uh, you you raised an interesting point, which is
1: something I want to ask you about. Is I think this movie directly sets up a sequel to the Spider Verse, but I I unlike the Lego movie where there were other very colorful characters that deserve a, a movie for their own, I felt like this movie was anchored by Miles. Everything that happened in the movie was anchored by Miles Morales. Whereas in the Lego movie, it was like this cast of characters that was interesting, and then you had some that could be explored further, like they did with Lego Batman. But that's also a character that's had so much limelight that it, you can do anything with it and still make it interesting. With, if they decided to do a spin off Spider Man into the Spider Verse noir Spider Man
0: movie, I'd be like, nope, I'm out. Because no, you wouldn't. You would see that shit day one. Don't lie. We all would. Okay, I would, but I'd be <laughs> upset
1: about it. I'd be very upset about it. See, the thing is, is that don't ruin a good thing. That's my. That's my so, thing. Okay, so don't so ruin a good th- thing. Make it. Make a sequel that's that's a smart and intellectual follow-up to this movie that carries the emotional weight with Miles and the loss of his uncle.
0: Yeah.
1: And the the bitter and the fight between him and his dad, and just go forward. Yeah. Don't don't. Don't make this a. This isn't a Lego movie. This isn't like a multi-character sort of thing. This is Spider-Man. The point isn't that we can spin this off. The point is that Miles Morales is a good enough character that you can do some weird shit. Mm-hmm. That's my. That's my two. Cents. All right.
0: So two things. Okay. Mine is is either Jake Johnson, but if that's even too much of a cop out because he's a main character, I would probably go with. Spider I thought she was really cool. She was really, really good. Um, or, what I found very interesting, and I'm curious to see if this ties into my second point, uh, time-traveling Spider-Man 2099 at the end of the yeah, credits. Yeah, as Oscar, as Oscar because Isaac. That, that was really funny. Very and I funny. think Oscar Isaac as Spider-Man sounds like a really cool yeah. movie to explore. Yeah. But is he a main character of a movie or does he appear in a... This ties into a question should this movie have a sequel? And if so, is it another Miles movie where you just expand the roster of Spider-Verse people? Or do you maybe focus on some other people? So,
1: I think this movie should have a sequel. However, uh, as of right now, and we're recording this on Friday, December 21st, the domestic take of Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse is 45 million. The worldwide gross plus foreign, so that's domestic plus foreign, is 65 million. This movie's budget was around 90 million. Double that sometimes for marketing. Uh, this movie is currently losing money, and now it's going up against Mary Poppins.
0: Yeah, and it didn't Aquaman. come out at the best time for them, um, which is a shame. And unfortunately, it also has come out at a time where there's two animated movies yeah. that just can't seem to go away. Yeah, af- weeks after they came out, and this is this is no harm against Wreck-It Ralph and Grinch, both two movies that I haven't seen. Apparently, they're fun. You know, they drive kids to the movies. Illumination just cleans house whenever they're around. Um, but Do you that's have a guess? that's a good question. Is into- Do you
1: have a, guess give me a guesstimate. On what the worldwide take is of Dr.
0: Seuss's the Grinch. I would say it has gotta be in the top three internationally. Worldwide take like up to this point. Yeah, just give me a number for total gross, total
1: box office gross from the Grinch. Illuminations Grinch. Six hundred
0: and fifty million dollars.
1: You're a little high. Okay. Worldwide is 378 <laughs> That That's really high. <laughs> um, you're high, yeah. yeah. But still, opening weekend it was number one. Um, it's still in a wide release. Uh, it's been in theaters for forty-one days and and is still crushing it. It's a holiday movie. It's an animated movie. It's a Grinch movie. It's a familiar property. Spider Man is is a familiar property. But Miles Morales is not necessarily a marketable
0: name. So now we need to ask the question is, would kids enjoy this movie as much as we do? Because I don't think they would. I don't know. Like you said, in the the same way the the Lego movie was for, like a lot of kids really love the Lego movie.
1: Well, like you said, when you left the theater, you were like, that movie is inside baseball. I agree. I think that the reason that movie is so good is that they kind of disregarded the, the, the play-it-safe method. Right. And, and I, I think yeah. by doing that, unfortunately, it's going to lose some money. And I, I do really, think
0: that kids could enjoy it. It's just could they get them in the door, you know, versus something like The Grinch. Or not when there's out. so many other or more... Mary Poppins. Yes, not when there's so many other more
1: recognizable properties out right now even though spider-man is maybe one of the most profitable superheroes he had an entire franchise by himself now he's one of the most favorite avengers he had a a, an unbelievably huge profit with homecoming it's like i think the biggest shame about this is that um this movie might end up like losing money yeah and they might not do anything else with it but to be honest and it, it sounds sadistic to say it I might be okay with that. Just leave it as is. Because this movie is, like you said, this movie is almost perfect. I love this movie. I'm going to buy it day one. I want to watch it again as soon as I can because I really just loved it. I loved the theme. I loved what it represented. I loved what it said, what it had to say about people. And it's a risky movie. Mm -hmm. And you don't get that. With animated movies, with with movies that are aimed at a younger audience, I honestly felt like this movie was talking to me, and I'm 24. So, it's I loved this movie. With with a passion, and it I am so interested to see how this franchise shakes out. You know, mm. like in the next few years, what happens with this franchise? Like I'm I'm curious to see the first news article about this. Like. Spider-Man and the Spider-Verse confirmed sequel or sequel for Spider-Man and the Spider-Verse
0: deemed unlikely
1: or wh- whatever the news articles are going to be. It's going to happen and I'm curious to see
0: what, what how it shakes out. It could get the solo treatment, which is sad to compare those two. Yeah.
1: But, yeah.
0: I mean, they probably could have had a plan, but depending on when it's released and what it goes up against, sometimes it just doesn't shake out that way in business is business. So mm.
1: Mm, mm, mm,
0: it's like mm. a harsh world we live in, but uh we're still very fortunate as pop culture fans because transition, another superhero movie came out this week.
1: Yes, and we will talk about it right
0: now. In a world where most superhero movies take place on land, there comes a movie that takes place almost 75% under the water. There are mermaids. There are pirate ships. There's spaceships. they are giant sea monsters. There's a kraken. There's fish people. There's different colored fish people. There's there's like, there's like multiple syndicates of under the water people. There's Jason Momoa being himself at his finest and yeah. a, and a lot of cameos to be had. In this year's Aquaman,
1: <laughs> how
0: was that? How's that for a drink? That was a great introduction. I think uh, the I would like to let the audience know that uh, after about ten beers, I'm making the switch to gin. So I apologize. Don't I'm apologize. Forward.
1: This only this only means good things. Okay. This only means good things. This means that you're going to be more clear. Your head's going to be more clear. You're going to be. Ready to rock and roll, you know what I mean?
0: Yep. To talk about Aquaman, Colin the rise of Black Manta, Colin yeah. also the rise of Orm, the Ocean Master. The Ocean ma- Call me the movie. Ocean Master. Dun, dun, dun. Um, alright. Alright, so I started on Spider-Verse, so you get to go first on Aquaman because I know you have probably some differing opinions.
1: Well, we'll see. I'm interested to see how we, how we, both of us come down on this one. Um, so, Aquaman is the story of Arthur Curry. Uh, he, as a young boy, his mother, as he says multiple times in the movie, my father was a lighthouse keeper. <laughs> my mother was a queen. Uh So, his mom is uh, is the Queen of of Atlantis, and his father is a lighthouse keeper that looks like uh, uh, Cheech Marin. (laughs) It's Django Fett. (laughs) It looks like Cheech Marin. (laughs) He looks like a stoner. Uh, But, yeah, it is Django Fett, Um, which we just watched Star Wars Attack of the Clones the other night. Uh, Vastly differences for performances there. Yeah. Yeah. and his, his mother is taken from him when he is a kid. And he grows up learning half about the sea and half about the land. And uh, eventually must t- take his place as the rightful ruler of Atlantis. Um, I thought this movie was schizophrenic as fuck. Uh, Please explain. It was trying to do so many different things all at once. It was trying to be a comedy. It was trying to be a drama. It was trying to be a, like a high tech avatar, like action movie. And it was also trying to be like Indiana Jones, Indiana Jones. There's a lot of, it's like inspiration. The movie Mm -hmm. pulling from different Hollywood blockbusters and trying to make this product and horror. Yes, uh, the director of this movie is uh, is. Um, uh, you can do it. Oh my God, What's James his? Wan. No, it's not. Is it James Wan? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so the guy that The Conjuring, yes. right? Yes.
0: The Conjuring, both of them. Yeah. Uh, and he's like the he's the Blumhouse boy. He's they love him over there. Oh, Blumhouse. Talk about a, a, that's like the Netflix of of cinematic releases. They just make a bunch of stuff. Yeah. Truth or Dare. They make Sinister, all the Paranormal Activity, paranormal movies, activity
1: and, uh, They did The wild Place.
0: Insidious.
1: this Wasn't Get Out a Blumhouse movie, too?
0: Yes. So. They have some winners, and then they definitely have some stinkers. But that's the thing, yes. is they just throw enough of them out there.
1: They just let them splat But they, the
0: unfortunately... Well, Get Out did very well. I should, I should... Yeah. It's hard to compare the numbers, but it cleaned house last year. And that was a Warner Brothers, right? Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, out of the horror genre, we go back into the depths of the ocean. Yes.
1: Um, so I, I liked Aquaman.
0: I think it was,
1: uh, I didn't like it as much as Wonder Woman, but I didn't hate it Mm -hmm. as much as like Batman v Superman or Suicide Suicide Squad. Squad. Yeah. I think it, it was, uh, it was okay, uh. I, I liked a lot of the action, but felt that a lot of the scenes tying the action together was largely forgettable. Um, very poorly written and cheesy. And I think that Black Mana was underused. Um,
0: because he... Preaching to the choir, baby. <laughs> Preaching to the choir.
1: <laughs>
0: I was there for it, man. Uh, yeah. I was there. Yeah. He's going to be the villain for this sequel. I, I hope... Well... If it gets a sequel, it will. We'll see. It's making a shit ton of money. We'll
1: see. I think that Orm is his name. Orm. Orm. The Orm, Ocean Master. Uh, was maybe the most war, the worst villain I've seen in, in a major motion picture since, since I don't even know
0: since Bodhi in Venom. Since,
1: <laughs> maybe since Bodhi in Venom. Like two months. Uh, I? he. I. I. I was so at the like. I, ch- I after Venom, Venom. Oh my God, after Aquaman and Black Manna and Mara fought in that little town in Italy and, and just dis- and destroyed that the, the lifestyle those of those poor people. people there, yeah. After that happened, I I was like flatlined for the rest of the movie. I was like, I was looking at it like Clockwork Orange style. Like my eyelids were pulled open and my mouth, I was like. Uh, I did not care. I didn't care
0: a lick. Like That's the, interesting because my favorite sequence was right after that.
1: What was your favorite sequence?
0: The trench was oh, one of the coolest yeah. visuals I think I've seen in a long time. When they would have them like going down with like the uh, the flare
1: spoiler. Yeah, that shit was spoiled in the trailer though. So
0: oh, it was. Yeah, that was in the
1: trailer. That was in every trailer for this movie. So I did not. I saw it coming. I didn't care. I was like. Ee. Flat line for me.
0: Mm, okay.
1: Which is a... That's interesting. You didn't... you didn't, Have you never watched a trailer for the Aquaman? I didn't
0: think they had the... The,
1: the shot of them with the flare jumping down and all the swarm is like coming around them. That's no, I'm like, not talking about
0: that. Not the initial jump, but like when they're going down and there's like this weird sound effect where it's just very silent. And I thought it was really eerie and really cool looking.
1: Okay. Uh, yeah, I don't... I don't... I mean...
0: I didn't... It's clearly get, forgettable for you. I, I didn't yeah. give you... <laughs> <that for sure. laughs> yeah. For, for specific instance. Yeah, yeah, for sure.
1: Um, yeah, I don't know, man. I, I liked this movie. I liked it. I, I felt like it was way too long. Yeah, it was very long. It was way too long. Like, Spider-Verse needed a couple... Like, my biggest criticism was trimming. For this movie... Oh, you could have gotten rid of so much shit that, that was just just unnecessary. And it would've this movie would have been such a great like hour and forty-five minute joint, but instead it was like close to two and a half hours long. And there's scenes of like diplomacy and they're riding on seahorses. And I got I got some I got some prequel cool flashbacks. To be honest with you.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Especially after watching Attack of the Clones. Yeah, we
1: just watched Attack of the Clones. So. <laughs> yeah. uh, I don't know. I'm, I'm curious to hear
0: your thoughts. Okay. So I do like this movie. Yeah. I also have many problems with it. But I think Aquaman, I think it embodies the goofiness very well. And it kind of serves the purpose of it's like, the reason why we're here is because this guy is really good at swimming and talking to fish. <laughs> And he has some cool supporting characters and some awful supporting characters that have goofy names from the 50s. And we're just going to throw it all out at you. I will agree. It's overstuffed. It could have been trimmed down a lot. Um, I hate the opening. Like a lot. I did not like the opening. I thought the CGI on uh, Django Fett looked really bad. Especially when he's like standing on the dock. This is kind of spoilery, I guess. Should we Spoilers! Throw up the spoilers. Um, I did not like that opening. Like at all, um, but then after that, the stuff on like the sub I thought was pretty cool. The thing with this movie is much like you were saying, there's some bad lines written that might have also been delivered poorly. Uh, there's some very weird musical cuts with like yeah. spli- with like splicing in like, re- yeah, but some of them yeah. were okay. Others were like jarring, like bad. Yeah. Well, but I did like the score. Well, I, I did was, like the score of the movie
1: that's the thing though is that I like the score after the first hour the score on the first hour was mostly strings and orchestral stuff
0: it was interesting yeah. that was
1: like when Aquaman would stand up in the boat after he would stand he he like that that shot of Aquaman when he jumps in the boat and like kneels down does a superhero landing right yeah and then turns around and he goes pleasure and it makes like a it's like a triumphant orchestral sound and then he beats a guy's head in with a with a metal door and then gives a the guy a concussion and then kills a the dude with a missile and lets him drown right okay but then the soundtrack after that first 30 minutes or that first hour is like kind of like interesting synth stuff where it's like
0: Okay, so this is what I wanted to talk to you about. It's like
1: it's like it's like the composer of the movie got fired after the first. This is what minutes. I
0: was thinking. It reminded me so much in tone, structure, and like aesthetics of uh, Tron Legacy. Yeah. Um, uh, okay. Okay. You see what I mean? Yeah. It's like I- bright colors with like it's like the stranger things opening like they're like yeah. they're like if you call it flying when you're under the water in a ship sure i don't even know um swimming sure but yeah interesting stuff yeah i would also agree that you know we all know you've been you can check back like the last 15 episodes i was there for one reason <laughs> and one reason only and i got just a little sous-son of what i was hoping for um Sesame. and it was a, it was a lot I will give it that they probably could have been better off if they focused on one villain instead of two. But I think the way they integrated him into the Ocean Master's plan actually went off pretty well. Like at the beginning of the movie, I was like, "This is gonna be this is gonna be like Batman v Superman, So it's like two disingen- like disentwined plots." But they were actually able, like, you find out that he's getting paid off to steal a sub to frame an attacking on the Atlanteans and stuff like that. I thought that kind of worked pretty well. Um, I think they handled the origin of the character pretty well. Because a lot of people, listen, he's a bad villain. He's really, he's stupid. Uh, But the only thing he wants is to kill Aquaman. That's it. Because Aquaman let his dad die. And they sure as hell pounded that down. Because his dad was like, you got to kill that son of a bitch. And he's like, okay, that's, daddy. That's, <laughs> that's, that's, the thing. <laughs> that's
1: the thing. Okay, so to the to, uh, we, uh, PSA, to the writer of this film, uh, write better dialogue, please. Yeah. Thanks. Um, um, but I, yeah. There was so, his literally, literally, the father of this. It's a father son pirating a, gang. It's, <laughs> yes, it's a father son pirating,
0: isn't it ring. awesome? It's so cool.
1: And the, the <laughs> last words is,
0: You gotta live so you can kill that
1: son of a bitch. And then he drowns, right? Or he blows He says some up. more
0: stuff after that. But well, yeah. but, but like that's, that's, the, that's the big delivery. He,
1: that's literally the line is, You have to live so you can kill that son of a bitch. Isn't that what he says? Yeah and my eyes rolled back in my head so fast and I was like but the thing is is that I I the 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 actor that played Black Mana yeah yeah played it well yeah he, he went for it he went for it he dove directly into it and I really really liked it and I liked the motivation and he should have been the, just the main villain. I, I know that they're trying to set up the whole Atlantis thing, Atlantis thing and make, make Arthur Curry the king of Atlantis and make him like rise up to be this level of importance, maybe because they're trying to set something up for the next DCEU movie where he's like the king of the civilization. Um, but just a small two-hour movie where he's fighting Black mana. Would have been so much more interesting to me.
0: So here's what I'm thinking. You ready for this? Yeah. Full full thing. We like the movie. Well enough. We have problems with it, but hey, you know, it was fun.
1: It's fine. I had a good time. Never, i am never, I
0: don't, I can't
1: see a scenario where I'd want
0: to like, watch this at home. Oh, I'm going to buy this shit and I'm going to watch those 20 minutes that I really like a lot. But anyway, let me pitch you this movie. Okay. okay? Sure. Hit me. Raiders of the Lost Ark in the water. <laughs> Okay. Indiana Jones is Aquaman and Mara, and like that storyline. And you get Black Mana as like Bilok. So they're both looking for the same thing the trident. That's the whole first movie. He gets the trident at the end, kicks Black Mana's ass, doesn't kill him, kicks his ass. And then the sequel is about the Ocean Master and going home.
1: Yeah, I. I, Instead of shoving it all into Yes, I like that structure. Um,. That was the thing. Is it was a, I was like, that scene. In It'll. In, uh, we'll talk about the music. We'll talk about the music in a second, because not only did I have a problem with the 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 score in general, but the music in general.
0: And they picked the wrong Africa cover, bro. Uh, they, they, <laughs> they picked a cover by Pitbull. Uh, and Weezer. Right? Go fuck yourself, movie.
1: <laughs> I, I, when that when that when that song that version of Africa came on when they were in the Sahara Desert, right? I was like. Fuck you! Fuck. Go go kill yourself, movie. I, I was so agitated. I was like, I was so
0: angry at the movie. I I you. Hey Carly, is that pizza still in the oven? Cool. Thanks. Sorry. But yeah. So. Don't wanna fire. What were we talking about? We were talking about how cool Black Man was. <laughs> uh yeah, he was cool. So let's what, talk. okay. Let's what start. was
1: what was interesting about Black Man is that they gave him such an elaborate death scene. They literally <laughs> they, they show the they show a POV camera of him hitting rocks and like falling all the way. De-
0: I actually thought he was going to die. I was really I sad. W- I when
1: I when he hit that final rock and like like smashed himself. <laughs> I looked over at you and I was like Chris Pratt and Parks and Rec I was like
0: <laughs> yeah I was like I was kind of like don't don't do this to me no. I knew that I, yeah. but that's
1: such a DC thing to do right now really, like movie is, thing it really is it's they like, killed Jimmy
0: Olsen in the BVS and like it's first like time it, yeah. take
1: the most interesting character and just fucking kill him yeah why not
0: yeah why not so I want to talk about a couple more good things and then we can kind of wrap this up because okay. we have I think we've gotten most of our bad stuff out and there's a lot of it there's a lot of it don't get me wrong but I was pleasantly surprised by a couple of performances. I wanted to see how how you feel about this. Okay, Willem Dafoe as Volko.
1: Um, I like. Willem Did you Daf- like it? I like Willem Dafoe in general. Mm-hmm. Uh, the problem was is that I felt like his character just had like zero motivation. I didn't. I didn't. There. There was. There was a, I went to the bathroom at one point. So please feel free to fill in a gap, but I feel like there should have been a scene. You missed the big scene, actually, between those
0: characters. Okay,
1: so I was picturing there should have been a scene where Arthur Curry is, like, rejecting humans, the surface dwellers, Mm. and he goes to sulk by the ocean, and that's when Willem Dafoe's character comes out of the ocean and says, Arthur you are not just part of them, you're part of something else.
0: Yeah. So they, I will tell you, they don't ever have a, a scene where they introduce themselves to each other. They just kind of start hanging out. It because, just happens. Because he mentions that he started hanging out. Uh, the point is that he's just like, he's, um, he's allied to the, the throne as long as it's the right heir. So he's always been more aligned with Arthur than Orm. Sure. Because he's loyal to his mom. Stuff like that. Um, He's kind of like... I mean, this this could be a thin comparison, but he's like... um, Forest Whitaker's character in Black Panther. Okay. That's kind of the... He's just like the the vizier, constellary kind of role to the king, but has like allegiances, stuff like that. Okay, Um, okay, next one. Dolph Lundgren with (laughs) quite possibly the performance of the year. (laughs) What do you think? I didn't think... That Drago could pull something off like that.
1: Um, I
0: was actually surprised.
1: He was the red-haired Samara's father,
0: right?
1: mm -hmm. Um, He was really good. He was fine. He was really good. That's the thing, though. Compared to compared to other Dolph Lundgrens. So uh, you might hit me with some flack on this. I felt a lot of Thor comparisons.
0: Like the first Thor?
1: Yeah. Kenneth Branagh's Thor. I felt a lot of that too. Um, It's a very Shakespearean tale. It's, it's definitely like, Shakespearean. Thou hast
0: betrayed me, and the thou ocean shalt, shalt sit on
1: my throne, and I am will be the ocean. It was like...
0: It's like Hamlet, but yeah, like a very thin it's, Hamlet. it's
1: very uh theatrical. Mm-hmm. So in that sense, yes, he played that role fine for what they were going for. To me though... That's the thing, is that like with the rest of this, the best stuff I, I'm gonna say this right out the gate. The best stuff in Aquaman, my th- the stuff that I liked the most was the opening sequence. On oh, the sub? No, no, no. The opening sequence. With his dad. With the dad and the mom when really? she when she kicks the shit out of the the <laughs> people in there. Okay. I was like I kind of like this. I like the way the action is shot.
0: Yeah, the I action
1: also, was shot really well. I like the mundane aspects of it. I liked. It wasn't necessarily. It was a different take. You know, how... so you would assume that with an Aquaman movie, there'd be a lot of fish out of water humor. Get it?
0: But they did that in Wonder Woman. Yeah, you? yeah.
1: Da-da-da. They I, did I get that, it. Yeah. but. They didn't. They did a weird variation of fish out of water humor, where it was like Aquaman is a fish out of water, but he's the cool fish.
0: He's like, he's like, I love this. Yeah, put he's it like, on the poster. He's
1: like the fish that people want to hang out with. And there's that scene where like the fishermen like are they're like, you want
0: to get a selfie? Yeah, they want to get a selfie.
1: And I was like, this is actually kind of fun. I was like, I like that that Aquaman is a surface dweller. That's kind of fun and different. But then they jump back underwater, and every time he's underwater, he's like this, he's gotta be pious, and da-da-da-da-da, and he doesn't say marry very many funny one-liners unless he's with Mara. So, it was kind of like, I almost feel like this, they, you know, Suicide Squad felt like that movie went through a weed whacker in editing. Mm -hmm. I feel like this movie went through a weed whacker that was like slightly more modern, like the weed whacker was a 2018 model, and it was like pretty precise in cutting the weeds. <laughs> I'm really lost. I'm sorry. <laughs> I feel, I I do think you I don't think, like the writing. No, I feel like the Aquaman. I feel like some of the the original plot of or the intention of the the writer was maybe lost in the shuffle.
0: Hmm.
1: I think. I think uh, this movie has a lot of filler that maybe wasn't the original director's intention. I don't know, but that's the sense I got was that a lot of this movie was kind of fragmented because there was all the action sequences felt so cohesive, you know, mm-hmm. like not the not the the uh, the trident fights, but like. The fights where it was like, I love the B movie. Like it was, it was almost like B movie costumes. Like the all the guys in like those crazy metal uh, co- outfits. Like they're all like all in the they in
0: aquariums. Yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> it was so cool. It was like, it was like something from Invasion of the Body Snatchers or something. It was mm-hmm. like some weird 70s sci sci-fi. Like, it was
0: like a very TV series. Yeah. Kind of thing. yeah. I Both loved with the it. adventure side and the sci-fi
1: side. I loved it. I loved that aesthetic. But then it clashed mm-hmm. with all this crazy oh, out of this world sci-fi stuff where it was like they had sharks fighting seahorses and laser beams going off. It was like I would have – I think this story would have worked much better as a more simple, simple scaled backstory. story. Mm-hmm. But that's that's my two cents. Okay. I still like the movie. Yeah. Uh, where
0: would you give it at the at the patented Radiovania 20 point scale? I would give it, let's see, so like, can we retroactively rank the other DC movies first to kind of level it out? Mm. Oh. Because uh, oh God. We were really high on BVS on our 20-point scale after we We saw were that. high? We were six and a half on that. And I don't think that is a six and a half. Do you remember this? I have to go we back both and watch your episode. yeah we both wanted to give it a better chance I would give this movie a seven because I would drop the other ratings that we gave a little bit more once the dust is kind of settled sure maybe even a six and a half but I really like the plus side enough that this is actually a movie that i I will buy and watch again because as a comic fan and especially a DC comic fan which I read quite a bit of I really liked Jeff John's run on Aquaman, and a lot of that stuff was in this movie. So I was really excited just to see things on the screen that I had read sure. on a page, which might be where we defer on some things. Because, like, the final fight between Orm and Arthur is like straight out of the War for the Throne book, which is just so cool. So it was really cool to see that. It was really cool to see the trench. That was one of my favorite comic stories ever. It was terrifying. And who better to handle that kind of stuff than a good horror director? I almost could have watched a whole movie about that, even though, like, they don't they don't speak or anything like that. But, like, as a menace, they're really yeah. cool. The Black mana stuff was dope. Um, some of the world building was cool. Some of it wasn't. But it was enough for me to give this movie some more chances, and I really do enjoy it. So yeah I, yeah, I would probably rank it as a seven retroactively dropping some of the others because I think yeah. I had Wonder Woman at like a seven and a half or like an eight or something.
1: I I still think I think Wonder Woman's a better. Oh movie for sure, this. I agree. I yeah. I think, it, but the the ending of Wonder Woman just
0: sucks balls. Which ending do you like better?
1: Uh, probably Wonder Woman because at least there's the emotional connection between her and Chris Pine. Oh, so good. Um, yeah. But the thing is, is that, like, the ending of this movie... By the end of this movie, I was like, please just be done. I I wanted to go home. It
0: was kind of exhausting.
1: I wanted to go home. I wanted to be done. I wanted to have a
0: beer. And I don't want to poke the bear too much. But I'm curious to see what you might think about this. Towards the end of it, I was kind of getting the same kind of vibes that I got in the Battle of the Five Armies. Where it felt like we had already had so many action sequences... That it was sure. just, like, more yeah. of the same.
1: Yeah, no. You no, know, I
0: was just kind of like... I totally get that. And that's where the trimming could come yes, in. You know yes, I mean? yes, yes,
1: yeah. yes, yes, Where it's like, like, a
0: lot of disposable CGI armies running into each other. And it was, it was, like, we ran out of character building and we were trying to focus on visuals. Yeah. So, yeah.
1: Blech. Blech. <laughs> okay. Yes. Yeah. Bless. Bless. Okay. Yes. The problem is, is that uh, so the movie is only interesting when you care about what's happening. And I didn't, I didn't care towards the end. Like uh, the last, the, the, I cared, I really, really cared when they're on the beach in the, in the sunken place and they see, and they see his mother
0: and they hug. And I was like,
1: oh, that's really, really cool. I'm glad that she's alive. (laughs) But then everything else, I was just like, I didn't care at all.
0: I liked, my favorite stuff was honestly the Indiana Jones stuff. I think I could have watched an adventure serial a la Uncharted with to those honest, two characters.
1: I'm going to agree with you. I think Jason Momoa played a great Nathan
0: Drake. <laughs> I, think. <laughs> <laughs> I think. I think. Uh, I think. So, okay, give yeah. me, let me. Let me let me talk about this okay. for a second. Okay. There's a scene where he's looking through a bottle to like find, to like line up something. Yeah, that's... I thought it was going to be a joke and he's going to be like, Wow. wow, and he's gonna give her the bottle and it's just see the inside beautiful. of a yeah, bottle, like, yeah, I and he's gonna be like, too. "Gotcha!" But he didn't. I don't nope, know. it was, was kind of cool. It was it was, it was it was an uncharted puzzle, right? It was something I hadn't seen before. It's kind of cool how they he put it into the Romulus statue and yeah. stuff. I was I was into oh, that part. Can we
1: it. talk about how every conversation in this movie was interrupted by an explosion? <laughs> yeah, those that
0: was, that was literally really, that was every wild.
1: conversation. It was like.
0: All the heartfelt moments. You're going to be
1: the one to rule and then, and then the action sequence. Here we go. Mm-hmm. It, it honestly got to the point of, like, comical.
0: It was almost like they were like, you know what killed us in BVS? The fact that they talked for an hour and a half before Batman and Superman fought. You know what we should do? Motherfuckers be attacking all the time. Let's get this going. Uh, yeah, there's... I mean, there's some editing stuff that I think we could we can all agree on. But, but yeah, overall... It was enjoyable. I was glad I got to see it with the two of you. I thought it was a fun time. There were some people in our theater that clearly loved it. There was people applauding at the end, which I don't applaud for a lot of movies, so it did not get my applause. But uh, no. <laughs> there are some that have, um, and I was glad that people at least enjoyed it.
1: Yeah, no, it, I, I, uh, this is not a dumpster fire. This isn't... And we've seen some dumpster We've seen dumpster... This isn't I've Suicide Squad. I've seen a dumpster squad. on fire before. This isn't Suicide Squad. <laughs> it's not Venom. This is better than Venom. This is better than Suicide... This is better than uh, Batman v Superman, I'd say. Oh, for sure, yeah. Um, The problem is, is that I just don't... I think that, in general, DC as a studio, like Warner Brothers and DC, is just a little bit misguided. I think there's maybe a little bit too many cooks in the kitchen.
0: I think they're still kind of cutting fat off of everything. You know what I mean? From the old regime. Um, Um, We'll see what happens. A
1: lot of people on the internet are calling out uh, the three three highest voted Reddit comments right now are... My favorite part of the movie was the octopus drummer in the ring of fire. Worth seeing just because there's a scene with an octopus covered in war paint playing the hype drum beats... Those are two of the top comments. Uh, How'd you feel about that? The war octopus and with the drums. I kind
0: of forgot about that until just now. Can you add a comment that's like worth seeing because Black mana blows up a town with his face?
1: Apparently, there's apparently uh, what we said. James James Wan is the director. Mm -hmm. There's an Annabelle doll at the bottom of Atlantis in one shot.
0: That's creepy. Can you imagine if they merged those movies together? Mira, this fucking doll. (laughs) All right. So let's end on this. Let's end on a positive note. Yeah. Favorite scene. About Atlanta. About. About Atlantis. Yeah. About Aquaman.
1: About Aquaman. What was your Uh, favorite scene? The best scene I think was the, uh, the choreographed fight scene in, in Italy was the best. Okay. It was great action. It was clear and, and, and you could tell what was happening.
0: Um, it was also outside in the sun, which we'd all see in DC room. Yes, right? Yes, it was yeah.
1: clear and in daylight, and
0: mm-hmm.
1: I could know what was happening. Uh, I know you want to end this on a happy note, but I also want to end it on a negative note for okay. me. Okay. Um, can we talk really, really quick? I don't know if you noticed this. Maybe it was just me. Mm-hmm. But the very first scene in the movie where we're introduced to Aquaman, and it's in the sub, there's like, he drops in. Right? He's superhero lands. Mm-hmm. He beats a couple guys up. Mm-hmm. But then there's some steam. And he turns around. And the shot looks like it was shot on a GoPro.
0: I don't quite remember.
1: If anybody's out there listening, the comment. I know. The comment. I know. I saw this. It's like the camera quality dipped instantly when he was in the steam. And it looked like it was shot in a GoPro because he does this he goes (laughs) and he starts walking and and that's the end of the shot it's like but it's like they didn't have the money to reshoot that scene that particular close up of Momoa Mm
0: -hmm. so
1: they just left it in the Mm -hmm. movie I thought that was super weird Um, but yes action sequence in Italy with Black Mana, best part of the movie
0: Okay. You. Uh, mine is kinda of that that ten minute stretch of them exploring the caverns under the Sahara, which ties into that kind of. But that's a little bit of a stretch. So I would also agree with you, that is my favorite sequence as well. The fight choreography is really cool. And the fact I'm gonna I mean I'm listen, I'm sorry, but I'm pounding it into the fans. The fact that the, the black man a suit was an actual practical suit. Was very impressive to me. It was a dude
1: in a costume, and that looked great.
0: And it was really cool. It and, looked great. The fact that the fact that he was able to fight, and it was a really cool fight with some unique things in it, yeah. was really cool. There's a sequence where he like shoots Arthur in the back with like a Samus stun cable, and he's like zapping him and stuff like that. You remember that? It's like a harpoon. Like that was just it was just like some cool shit. Um, yeah. So like that would probably be my one of my favorites. Joke answer. The montage of him building the Black Man suit with that oh, yeah. with that weird ass oh, music. Oh yeah, <laughs> it was great. like it was like a broke ass Iron Man. <laughs> he's like he's like get yeah. some goop on his hands. He's like what the fuck? And he's just like, like, like welding oh stuff together. God. And then he has and then then like, but what I liked about that is he has the Super Friends Black Man helmet and it blows up and he's like I'm gonna need a bigger helmet. And I was like. You get that helmet, black mantle, let's
1: go! I'm here. Yeah, and then the next scene is him getting <laughs> shot and falling on rocks. Hey,
0: it's cool. He's coming back. He's okay. ready. Remember, he's looking for that guy.
1: So um, yeah, that so was
0: Refresh my memory. Um, Can we, I will say one positive before we move on. Sorry. Okay. They didn't really kill any of the characters off. Yeah, which is every, a good thing everybody
1: lives everybody lives I was I was thinking that, that they'd kill off his dad at some point nah they don't kill his dad
0: I, well I so figured he's a lighthouse be, keeper
1: so it's a, it's a home yeah home but, home but home that would be a good motivational
0: tool for that's, a, that's like a sequel thing you know what I mean okay they killed my father <laughs> prepare to die <laughs> um, my name is Arthur Curry you kill my I bet you a black man will kill his dad in the next movie then it's like an eye for an eye kind of fight. Uh, anyway, so anyway, how would you feel about Mera? I like, like Mera. I actually liked versus, her. I liked her more than Aquaman. <laughs> I
1: could have watched the movie. I, Amber Heard makes my Jimmy's Russell. <laughs> um, she is her power is also really gorgeous. Her powers She's are cool. cool. Yeah. yeah, her powers are very cool. It's very like I think Jedi-like.
0: She, I, yeah, I think she had some really. Of all the crazy line deliveries, I think she did a really much of a better job. Yeah. Um, She had some good funny moments. She's very down to earth. The chemistry between the two of them was really good. But yeah, she was cool, which is important because those two characters are pretty much entwined at this point. Like, you can't really find an Aquaman comic that she's not in. Yeah. So it's a good thing that they casted those two very well. Uh so any closing remarks? I think we I think we just about yeah, summed everything. Yeah. I up. think we did
1: everything for Aquaman.
0: Um Oh, about- one more
1: thing. One more thing. Yes. Why the fuck do we need a title card for every location? Oh yeah. Can we not? Can that was we not? funny. I kept somewhere I in I the la- north. Ocean. yeah, somewhere it was in like, the Indian Ocean. The first time it happened it was like somewhere in the North Atlantic Ocean. And I looked at John I was like why does this fucking matter? Why why do I care? I think they wanted to show it you how matter.
0: expansive the matter. ocean is. I guess
1: yeah, that makes sense as to
0: why that would be. But then it was like, some okay. of it was important to me.
1: Well, because the, I wanted you? because they
0: would they were name dropping tribes of Atlantis like a lot because there's seven kingdoms, but and they'd be like Kingdom of the Deserters, Kingdom of the fucking Earth's Core, all that kind of shit. Those are the two. Yeah. Those were the two. There was, it was more like, than that. No, it was, no. There was Kingdom of the Brine, there was Kingdom of the Fisherman. And there was Kingdom of the fucking blah, 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 blah. you know, all the, all the, the, the Trench. The Trench was obvious. They used
1: that subtitle way too often in situations. It's a good font
0: where- though, right, Carly? It's okay. Oh. It was okay. It was okay. Yeah.
1: Um, but yes, I found I found that incredibly distracting. I hate it when movies do that. I, I hate it. That's my least favorite that's my biggest criticism about Civil War, which is one of my favorite Marvel movies, one of my favorite movies. What I about love Civil Infinity War.
0: War. Huh? They do it in Infinity they War. They do, too,
1: but they use it really cleverly. Like just for the space, space. Part. Just the space. That's part. perfect. It's perfect. It's comedy, yeah. it's perfect. They
0: do that in Marvel a lot.
1: But they do, but they, they've eased up on it since Winter Soldier. But in like. If anything,
0: they they've done it more. No,
1: I don't think so. No.
0: Civil War, Infinity War, Ragnarok. Infinity
1: War only. No, 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 Ragnarok. Ragnarok. Infinity War only does it once, and that's the space.
0: No, they can't do it without having other things, like New York and stuff like that, because it doesn't it doesn't work that way. They
1: they only do the space
0: one. I don't think so
1: i bet you any money
0: i mean you've seen it more than i have you might be right but i'm pretty sure that i mean it doesn't make sense to just have an out of context thing that just says space because because they they say like they say like new york and then they say like all this other stuff i promise things catching fire
1: hell yeah uh but side that's just a side point
0: but yeah good point
1: I do you think just that- can't
0: let we, you can't let us in on a positive note no you have to talk about something positive okay. before we move on. okay well you did this We got two news articles no you have, to, you have to say one nice thing about Aquaman before about we Aquaman
1: move on. yeah um it wasn't Batman V Superman
0: there we go next.
1: Uh two news articles here. I'll start with the more boring one that we don't have anything to comment on. Director Todd Phillips announces filming has wrapped on DC's Joker.
0: Alright, let me see the trailer. Ditto. Next.
1: Um first official picture of the cast of Aladdin.
0: Okay, I didn't think we were gonna
1: talk about this in this one. I'm not ready. we're we're talking about it just real quick this is the end of the episode Stinger it's the holidays happy holidays and Disney's ruining your childhood happy Happy holidays we
0: said that about a couple other things though and they turned out to be okay there's not enough gin though to make me comprehend how this looks this looks like ass
1: someone on reddit made a great comment and I don't know who to credit but they said they're like this looks like a porn parody of Aladdin, and I agree. <laughs> you ain't
0: never had a friend, never had a friend, you ain't never had a friend. Um, what did Will Smith say? You were talking about this. You said that he Yes, yeah, so
1: to uh, there was a fan, there was a backlash. Backlash! He's gonna be blue. After this poster got shown, or this Entertainment Weekly cover got shown... Uh, they released it officially, and there was a huge backlash apparently on Twitter and social media. People asking Will Smith like, "Why are Why isn't the genie blue? Why isn't the genie blue? What are you doing? You're ruining this character." And and Will Smith had to had to personally go onto social media and say, "The
0: genie will be blue." Once in the movie, which just makes me chuckle. I don't think it's gonna be the whole time, um, but we'll see. Listen, this is my favorite Disney movie ever. Mm. I'm very worried, but I think once we see a trailer where people actually talk, as opposed to the teaser we got, which the teaser was cool, for the most part. We talked about that in the last episode. That'll be a little more telling. Um, I think so, too. I still don't think. I Listen. Robin Williams as the genie is a once-in-a-millennia character. Yes. I don't think you can recast that. As, as much as I like Will Smith as, as a comedian, as a movie star, he's got a couple stinkers under his belt, but so did Rob, Robin Williams at the time of the genie. Sure. That is a character that, I mean, you can even have this conversation about Indiana Jones and Han Solo. That is a character that is so much tied to the performer that it's really difficult to come up with another version of it. Thoughts? I agree. It's like if they were in like 10 years going to recast Iron Man. And Iron Man has been on screen more times than Genie, so that just speaks how much that performance has been ingrained. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I think that... yeah, I I, uh, I mean, you know my opinion on this stuff. We talked about it on the last There's episode. There's also
0: more stuff from this that we haven't talked about. Have you seen Sexy Jafar? <laughs> People are, like, going nuts over that shit. I saw... <laughs> uh,
1: but you know my opinion on, like... We talked on the last episode about Aladdin, and we talked about The Lion King, and there are certain movies that I feel that are untouchable. You shouldn't fuck with them, because they are perfect... And there's no reason to go back. Like, you should probably go back and fix Suicide Squad.
0: But this is Disney. But you
1: probably shouldn't go back and try to fix The Lion King.
0: They're not trying to fix it. They're trying to do a retelling of but a retelling. why? To make money. Just That's what it is. Just re-release the original. It doesn't make enough. They did that with Lion King. Remember, they released it in 3D. Didn't make enough money. Okay,
1: so 3D sucks, though. Re-release it as a major motion picture. Like, show trailers. Put it in all theater cineplex. I guarantee you, they'd make, they'd get my money. I go
0: see that shit on a 2D it screen. Just, it be. doesn't get people out like it used to. It really doesn't. I guess. Um, I mean, like Beauty and the Beast made a shit ton of money. I just and it's not better than the cartoon. But no, it wasn't. No, but it wasn't no, a disappointment. No you want to know why? No. no. Uh, <laughs> yeah,
1: I, I I, just, I'm pessimistic when it comes to these Disney live action remakes because I really don't feel like there's any reason to do them other than the quick cash grab. And they're not, like, even though Beauty and the Beast was a profitable movie, it That's wasn't. an
0: understatement, dude. It was in the theaters for, like, four months. Yeah, but did you check out the, the like,
1: worldwide gross?
0: It made a lot of money.
1: It came up less than any Transformers movie.
0: That's different. People in China love the Transformers. Yeah, that's different. But it's People in China could give two shits about beauty and it's
1: like Disney has all the money in the world and they decide to cash in on remakes of their most popular franchises.
0: But let's think about this for a second, if I may. 2017, last year. Beauty and the Beast was one of like ten. Top five box office grossing movies like when they came out of the franchise, like of the studio of Disney, Beauty and the Beast, one live action remake, but you also had uh Spider-Man Homecoming, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2, Thor Ragnarok, Star Wars The Last Jedi, uh all the Pixar movies. Like they had ten of the highest grossing movies, like they clean sweeped pretty much everything, except for Wonder Woman so like one of the things is a remake that's like they're covering all niches you know what I mean they have original stuff with Pixar which was Coco by the way which made a lot of money and then it just took me a while to remember and then they just like oh yeah we'll also remake one movie just to just throw it out there make a little extra cash on the side cover the theme parks overhead it's gross yeah it's just that mouse is sleeping on a mattress of hundreds of hundreds on my mattress. <laughs> Radio v is next on my list. Ho ho. Dude, would you take, would you accept the buyout from Disney? It depends on how much the buyout is. A million dollars. Yes. $500,000. Maybe. That should have been a yes <laughs> We maybe. will never make that much money in our maybe. lifetime.
1: <laughs> if the Radio vania IP is worth $500,000, maybe we
0: can get double. Um... So, About yeah. a gin, you know what that means? Oh the fire is burning out, John. We have things to do. So uh, if you like the show, you can follow him on Zach Rute- at Zach Rotello on all social medias. Email the show at the radio Radiovania
1: is rival, is so
0: Radiovania.com will take you to let our YouTube no page. Hit that subscribe. Let snow, let snow, let if snow. you want Carly on the show more at often, send, send a dozen IPAs before every recording. And, Carly is drunk, and uh, so
1: drunk, happy
0: holidays to everyone she who
1: listens.
0: Please subscribe. Give a subscription to your families for Christmas. Give a subscription
1: to your family. We want to
0: make Radiovania merch, but we have no cash. So you have to. You don't have
1: any fun.
0: You have to be able to supply that to us. We were all poor as
1: shit.
0: We bought. Merry Christmas to all. Hope from the jungle gym. And to all a good night. University of Maryland Global Campus has been serving the military in Maryland and around the world for more than 70 years and online for over 20 years. UMGC offers more than 90 programs and specializations in career-relevant fields, transfer credits, no-cost digital
1: materials replacing most textbooks, and scholarships for those who qualify. Speak with our
0: dedicated military and veteran advisors who can help you find the right degree for your career path. Visit umgc.edu. Certified to operate in Virginia by CHEV. Here's three great reasons to get the new Samsung Galaxy S21 5G at T-Mobile. One, it's free for both current and new customers when you trade in an eligible device. Two, T-Mobile's the leader in 5G coverage. So three, you can unleash 5G speeds
1: in more places with your new phone. Get the new Galaxy S21 free at T-Mobile, the leader in 5G coverage. Phone via 24 monthly bill credits plus tax. If you cancel credit, stop and balance on required finance agreement may be due. Contact us. Qualifying credit and consumer plan required. See details at T-Mobile.com you